You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, hey, what's going on, y'all? Coach Donovan here with Bodies by Design Radio, episode number 16, here with my co-host, Trainer Fred. I thought you forgot your name for a second. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're here. We're here, and we're excited about this episode because have you ever just wanted to fix that spouse of yours? Have you ever wanted to fix your spouse? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we've all been through it, right? Just want to fix the spouse. Now, obviously, you know, there's going to be a great takeaway for you here. But first, we were going to talk about fixing that spouse. So, how are you feeling today, man? I'm feeling good. I'm loving this weather. Spending a lot of time outside. Spring is my favorite, favorite time of the year. It's here. It's here. So, uh, we should have shot this podcast outside, actually. We actually should have. Should have, could have, candies and nuts. It'll Didn't be Christmas do it all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. So here we are. So you look. I gave you a little tease. Talked about fixing the spouse. What is this really all about? Let's make it make sense here. So uh, there's a lot of situations. We're going to get into some details here in a second. But when we get on a journey, it's a human nature for us to want to bring people with us. And some of the people that we want to bring with us are those that are the closest. Mm -hmm. And one of the people that's the closest is the spouse. So obviously they should go on the journey with you. Right. So before I go too far, how do you feel about that? I think you're right on with that. And I think sometimes people that have like, you know, strong personalities and they want things a certain way. um, We want to make other people think that way also and not, take their thoughts and ways in consideration mm. so it's really easy to want to change some things like I, you know you would say like man if she only just changed this and this i would be so much happier or if she just changed this and this we would be so much happier mm. so it's like we're always looking outwards trying to fix something else but the real thing that that needs to happen is what we need to grab a mirror and fix that person first. Mm. Uh, that's a uh, that's challenging, right? Mm-hmm. Challenging to really take a look at yourself, but it's the most rewarding thing you can do. I heard a, a quote a while back that talked about the best form of mastery is self mastery, mm-hmm. and it's the most challenging because you have to actually spend some time with yourself. Yeah. So let's get into some specifics. So let's give an example of what we're talking about. So let's just say Betty Sue comes into the gym, right? And we'll use a gym example. She comes in and she was ready to get on a journey. She's ready to get fit, take care of herself. She learns all about the program. And then what's one of the main things that you hear at the end of a consultation? I've got to go talk to my husband. And that is the biggest roadblock for so many people. Because if Betty Sue is sitting there for an hour and she's talking to you, and you're telling her about the program, telling her about the nutrition. We show her the before and afters. We have her meet people. It becomes a very exciting event. And you can see her excited, Absolutely. right? She's ready to get started. She's ready to go. But she wants to go home out of courtesy and talk to her husband. Sure. But what happens is what? They go home. They go talk to the husband. The husband has no idea who you are, what the program is, what it is. And also, they're not ready to make any kind of change. 
And this is just an example. It could be vice versa as well, too. So what happens? All the all the roadblocks come out. It's too expensive. It's going to take too much time. You're going to be away from the family. I can train you. You know, I'm for, I'm, I'm 49 years old and I played high school football, so I can I can train my own wife. Bro, you can't stop saying that. You cannot train your own wife because if and there is a real reason behind that. Is like training people that you're emotionally involved with is not a very good idea unless there is a major, major level of respect between the two. Mm-hmm. And for that one spouse that knows that the other one is the expert, take them as a coach and not look at them as, as the spouse at that moment. But that's a very rare situation. Rare. And I'll bounce that back to you in a second because I know that's what you and Anna have. And um, it's it's very sad when we get the message, oh, my, you know, my husband told me that we're just going to start going to the gym together. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great idea, but without any guidance and without kind of like a mediator, that usually falls apart. So that right there is, we see that so often, and I really wish the husband would actually come in with a wife or the wife would come in with the husband. Right. Right. That was so they can they can start the journey together. But the truth of the matter is what? They're in two different places right now. Right. She's ready to change. He's not ready to change. She's ready to change her life and and get fit and do stuff. And he wants to sit on his ass and not do anything and and still be comfortable and want her to come on that journey with her, too. So it's very difficult sometimes when one spouse wants to make a change, but the other one really wants to stay stagnant. So this kind of clash comes in. Sure. And that's where we run into a lot. But the cool thing is what? Sometimes when the wives or the husbands come into the gym and they start working out, what starts happening? Yeah. So the, you'll see the other spouse start to take notice, right? Maybe not say too much at first, but be like, oh, you've been really consistent with this thing for a little while. You must really be enjoying it. Oh, babe, you're starting to look good. You're you're getting fit. Or, um, you know, you go on a hike or something like that that y'all haven't done for a while. And, and the other spouse realizes, man, you got some good stamina. Your conditioning is really good. There's usually something that happens when you stay consistent with your own actions mm-hmm. that the other one takes notice. And you don't have to say a word right. for that to happen. Um, and so we see that all the time. But in the beginning... The conversation usually is, you know, oh, I want to go home and I want to get my husband or my wife to do this also. Or I went home and my husband said or wife said now is not the time because of this, that and the other. And, you know, just to reiterate kind of the the impact of that is you stop your own journey because somebody else has a different idea and timing than you do. And so what we're cautioning you against is to say, hey. If you're ready to do something, then take the steps to do it. And then the people around you will notice your actions without you ever saying a word. And uh, I think that's a big, a big lesson. Yeah, it is. And this message is really uh, for for the couples that are listening to this. Or, you know, if, if you're listening to this, definitely share this with your spouse is the couples that we have that actually have united in the gym and they come together or they come at different times. But what's happening is that you finally f- are doing something together, right? That is because you can be together as a spouse in the same household, 
but you know he may like to go fishing you may like to go scrapbooking you know he may like to go play flag football you may like to go you know play poker like whatever whatever it is that you guys do a lot of times spouses don't have like the same exact thing that they sure. love doing together mm -hmm. right and um this could be that thing and then all of a sudden you're making new friends you're, you're creating a community and but let's kind of backtrack on like the whole like fixing your whole spouse right because we hear this all the time i had a recent conversation with someone that that said oh you know i had a great week but the weekend you know me and my husband uh we just went out drinking and eating and that's just the that's, that's just the kind of couple we are and i was like i mean is that really true is that really true that that's the couple you are? Mm. Because you're here all week working, training, eating well, and he's not doing any of that. And then you're going and trashing your body on the weekend. Right. So, and then her response was, well, you know, I guess I got to trade him in or change him or do something. And what I told her was, no. I said, what you got to do is keep consistent with what you're doing because when you start to do something new, when your body starts to change, when your ways start to change, Usually people silently just watch and take notes, mm -hmm. right? Because if you force yourself up on someone, they will resist back. Because that's the, when, you, when you push against something, this is just physics, that thing pushes against you, period, mm -hmm. right? So what happens is if you are doing the things that you're supposed to, and things are starting to change, and all of a sudden you're looking better, you're feeling better, your clothes are changing, you're getting happier. You're there's two things that could happen: the spouse could get angry about it, the spouse could get bitter about it, the spouse could say negative things to bring you back to where you used to be, mm -hmm. or that spouse will start to kind of hint and start asking little questions, mm -hmm. like so, like what is it that you guys do at the gym, or like, what kind of people go there? Or these are questions that you need to be looking out for because your spouse is now wondering, okay, she's changing. She's looking better. She's looking, you know, she's looking healthier or he's looking healthier and he's looking leaner and I don't want to get left behind. So what is it that you're doing? Mm -hmm. Can I come to one of these free workouts they're offering? And then all of a sudden the, the, the spouse comes in. For us, because we're usually about like 60% female, 40% male, you know, I always tell the women, you know, you're the neck. You're the neck that turns the head, right? And the head might not be looking at the gym right now, but you can slowly turn that head and get it to look in that direction. And that's why we have so many couples that work out at Bodies by Design. And it's so nice to see them come in and actually like share that to get, share that together. And it actually makes their relationship much stronger too right. because not only are you physically getting stronger together now you're able to do some stuff that you may not been able to do before you started working out together right so just going listening to what you said it sounds like consistency with your own actions is where the power is exactly right um and and we've seen it like fred said with all of our power couples that we have in the gym there's usually one that starts first and then the other one comes mm -hmm. um and there's been more couples than ever now because people are seeing that, you know, when you take your own actions, other people jump on board. So yeah. look, so the whole fix your spouse thing is, you know, it was a play on words, but the serious note about it is a lot of humans think this way that they want to fix somebody else 
almost in a way to validate their own efforts. And what we're saying is to go back internally, look at yourself and decide what you want and then start doing something about it. And, um, you know, if that's the only thing you take from, you know, this message today is just keep doing you. Yeah. And the big thing about spouses, and when we say spouses, it could be boyfriend, girlfriend, domestic partner. It could be marriage. It could be whatever. As long as you have a partner, right? Mm -hmm. And the, the thing about it is, yes, you are choosing to spend your life with that person or for that duration of the time or whatever it is for you. But that doesn't mean you have to lose yourself as a person. Right. That's right. That's huge. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're still two separate people. Right. That have decided to go on a journey together. Right. It's kind of like somebody sitting in a car with you driving to Dallas. Right. You got to you got to put up with that person until you get to Dallas. So. You cannot lose sight of your own health because of someone else's influence. You cannot lose sight of your own well-being because someone else is not taking care of themselves. Right. And so many times we start to get to see that couples start to look like each other as they get older. So if one is heavier and one is lighter, eventually the lighter one catches up to the heavier one. Mm -hmm. Because why? When you're around somebody, it is absolute human nature to take on the habits of the other person. For sure. So why not create better habits so we can bounce better habits off of each other instead of saying, oh, my God, I can't believe he didn't get his workout again this week. When are you going to go to the gym again? What are you mm -hmm. going to do? And I sometimes catch myself with my own wife, right? And I have to be careful with that because she's her own person. She makes she, she has to make her own decision. And the timing is different for everyone. Right. That's and huge. the timing is absolutely different. So she might want to only go two times a week, three times a week, and I might enjoy five times a week. That doesn't mean she has to go five times a week. Right. Right? She may want to go do a yoga class, a dance class, and go walk and do some resistance training, but that doesn't mean she has to do like powerlifting or do heavy squats like I do. Right. So we got to stop thinking like, if I get somebody else to do what I'm doing, they'll be successful. Yeah, then they're doing the right thing. No, right, and that's not true, right? Right, Because you have to think about it. When you're emotionally involved with someone, what they're basically telling you is, I'm going to be vulnerable with you. I'm going to show you all my weaknesses. And if you're intimately involved with them, you don't ever want to criticize them physically. That's a that's a that's a critical thing in a relationship. Right? It's like a husband that has no background in training shouldn't be telling his wife how to squat or how to trim her waistline. Yeah. Because she's going to look back at him and say, "Oh, oh, you don't like my waistline now?" Right. It's a oh, much you don't different like the message. Way oh, right. it then it becomes really mm -hmm. because it becomes really really messy. Or vice versa. Right. You know, if the female says, hey, honey, I think you need to lose about 20, 30 pounds. And he's thinking to himself, oh, crap, she doesn't think I'm sexy anymore. Oh, is she looking at other guys? Yeah. Or is that? it becomes this convoluted thing that happens between and it creates a lot of resistance. That's tough. So you got to be careful. Like if you're not a fitness professional that is living that lifestyle and coaching hundreds and hundreds of people, you cannot turn around. And even us. 
you can't just turn around and start criticizing the person that's being vulnerable, that's being romantically involved with you, that's physically involved with you, that's in the trenches with you, and to start to criticize them. Yeah. So I kind of bounce this idea back off to you because, you know, I know Anna really likes to tra train hard. She likes to do these competitions. Right. And of course, you know, she has you as her coach. Sure. So how do you how do you guys kind of balance that? Mm you know, being intimately involved, romantically involved, being in the trenches together, but at the same time, you being her coach and she being okay with it. Yeah, so it's, um, it really is a blessing to have the, the type of relationship that we have. And uh, it started with her actually coming to a training session, right, mm -hmm. before we ever decided to, to um, be king and queen together. So I started out as her coach, um, and, you know, from there, it was like, you know, we had reconnected as friends. We have a long history, right? We went to high school together. We were friends. And so we, we just got to the point where it was like, all right, I love doing these types of things. I love hiking. I love all the, the physical activity. I love challenging myself. And she was, uh, she was able to show me that she was willing to be trained when it was time to train and allowed me to be the coach, which is huge because, uh, that's, it's a whole different dynamic than like going out on a date. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we were, when we were out on dates and, um, it, it was just, we were able to make the switch seamlessly. We never really had to talk about it. And I, I took notice of that. I was mm -hmm. like, that's powerful because that's would have to be that way in order for this to work. And so, and, and it never changed. I watched it for a year. It never changed. Then I was like, all right, this is, this is the one I love right here. Um, and so to this day, it's just pretty awesome that I can, I can train her. It's, she steps into the gym and knows that she's there to be coached. She looks to be coached. And then outside the gym, we have a household to run and kids to take care of. And it's, um, uh, I kind of hesitate using the example because it's not like we have to say, okay, I'm coaching you right now. Like you need to just turn that off. It, it just happens seamlessly with us. Uh, but in a situation like that, there may have to be some extra communication. If you are a trainer or a coach and your wife or husband is someone that you're going to be working with, there definitely has to be uh, boundaries that are set at certain times. So you may have to communicate more. I, I feel blessed that we don't we don't have to talk about it. Um, so, I mean, you you've been in the trenches training for a long time, right? Your wife is fit. She works out. Um, so tell us about how y'all work with that dynamic. You know, it's really interesting when I'm when I met Rahina, she actually didn't work out and she smoked. That's one, one thing a lot of people don't know about her. And that's right when we actually met, too. Mm. And, um, and once I found out, I, I let her know right away. I was like, you know, I, I can't, I can't, and I won't be with a smoker. I was like, we can be friends, but that's about it. And, um, but I, th I think she was on the tail end of that. She was already on her way of like quitting and she didn't want to do that anymore anyways. So she just kind of like naturally just, just stopped her smoking and, and I realized that she had no training background. Like she had never like really gone mm -hmm. to the gym and lifted weights and done anything. So we really just, and I, and I, and I took note of that. And I, you know, I didn't expect her to just go into a gym and just start just killing it. 
So she came to me and she would ask me like, she, she what should I do at the gym? What should I would write like little workouts for her? And she would go to Gold's gym and uh, she would go, she would go do that. And uh, we would go for like walks. And I remember the park that's, that's near our home right now. It used to have like a little pull up, a little pull up area, like pull up bar area. So we used to do, um, and they had like some of these like balance rails that you could go. So I, I remember we started out there. We just started doing some dips mm -hmm. and we started doing some pull-ups and some some push-ups and some squats and some lunges and stuff like that. And then it kind of transitioned into um, her started coming in training at the little studio that we had. And you know what I love about Rahina is that she's very humble and she, you know, she was able to just take the coaching and not and not mix anything, right? But what I found myself doing sometimes is pushing her to do something when she wasn't ready to do it. And of course, what do you get? You get resistance. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you work out today? Are you going to work out today? Are you going to get up this morning? Are you going to do this? And that creates resentment. So what I've had to do is I've had to make sure to back off of that and just allow her to make that choice. Is she going to work out today? And if that's the case, if she needs my help, I will help her. Because we have a home gym as well too. I have workouts that are written on the mirror and she can walk into it and do any of those workouts at any time. Mm, yeah. So the, the, the point of this is, is like everybody is a little bit different. Like right. Rahina is not into doing competitions. Like she's not into, you know, she doesn't have that background or that passion to want to do like a CrossFit competition or go run a marathon. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't still stay fit and stay very strong. And she has a very demanding job and a very critical job in a sense to where she has to be in front of thousands of people every day on TV. So if her weight constantly changes, there's going to be a lot of criticism that's going to be kind of like, you know, oh, look at her. She's gained weight. Oh, look at her. She's dropped weight. But she's been very steady. She's been very consistent. She takes care of herself. And uh, and, I, and I love her confidence. You know, I, I often say this to a lot of the ladies in the gym is like, I've never heard my wife say anything negative about herself. Never. Yeah, yeah, that's powerful. Never. She doesn't, she's never like woken up and she's like, oh my God, I think I look fat in this. Or my God, my hair looks so terrible. To this day, I still cannot recall one incident to where she turned to me and she said something negative about herself. Mm. Yeah, that's huge. That right there was, was, was a major factor for me. Yeah. Because we're all very critical of, of our own selves. Right. But it's just when it came to her body and when it came to her, the way that she feels and she respects herself and she re respects her body. And, you know, you'll change over time. Time sure. does us all in. Right. Yeah. But again, it's 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 having the respect for your spouse and giving them that time to be able to make that adjustment. Because when I first met her, she didn't she wasn't ready. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like when she's ready to do more stuff then I can help her with that. But again, these are very rare situations to where it's like you have two trainers, we have over 18 years of experience, you know, to, uh, um, individually. So our wives take our word a little bit more serious than some, you know, dad that played football when he was 17 years old and now he, you know, he works at Dell. Right. So it's, you have to have a little bit of credibility in order for that to happen. And if that credibility is not there, that's where we come from. You can bring your wife or your husband to the gym, put them in front of a coach. You guys can do something together, and you don't have to change anybody. Actually, here's the thing. Here's the message. You can't change anybody anyways. 
The right. only way you could change somebody is by force. And when you create by that that change by force, what do you get? Resentment. You get resentment yeah. and you get resistance. And at the end, that's not a change that you want. Right. So the only thing that you can do is change the way that you do things, allow people to watch you silently, and if they decide they want to make those changes themselves or make some changes, then you have done not only yourself a favor, but you've done your spouse a favor too. Yeah, man, that's huge. The greatest freedom you can have is to allow everyone to have their own journey. And that takes a load off of us. Like we don't, yep. we don't need to force that. Like let right. them have their own journey and their own timing. So I know the title says uh, how to fix your spouse, but now you know what we're doing is taking the thought that's in someone's mind and we're reframing it into you don't, you just take care of you. So hopefully this podcast served you. I know there's somebody in your life that can actually needs to hear this podcast. So make sure you forward it on, share it wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you leave a review. That's how we get more eyes and ears on what we're doing. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Thanks, guys. We look forward to having you guys listen in on the next episode. Peace. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.